And today we have one of our favorite people joining us on the podcast. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to have him right after this. And now. (laughs) I'm the captain now. (laughs) Coming to you from the K2 studios in San Diego, California. This sounds great. You sound amazing. I always sound amazing. It's the world famous. Everybody sit off like BFS. Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? Thank you so much for listening. And I am Chris. And I'm Christine. And welcome to episode 103 of the Chris and Christine Show. Fantastic. 103 episodes. How do we even pull that off? You know, it's funny. I almost forgot what episode we are on, to tell you the truth. That's why I always check the numbers. But today is like the best day ever because we have the one, the only... Derek Duvall joining us on the Chris and Christine show. Welcome to the show. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. Hey, buddy. Uh, Well, uh, thank you so much for making the trek all the way out here. Yeah, we're we're welcoming you into our nearly empty Chris and Christine show studios here in San Diego. Uh, It looks a little bit emptier than normal, but are you cool with being here in the room with us today? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So sorry if it's a little bit echoey, everybody, but uh, big news. Spoiler alert, Chris and I are moving. What? We are? Why'd you tell me this stuff, babe? We're moving uh, to a bigger house eventually, sometime soon, date to be determined. But, you know, thanks so much for flying out here to be with us today, Derek. We really appreciate it. Welcome. <laughs> so, so, Derek, um, you, uh, you, you heard, I heard in your podcast like last week that you possibly might be taking a little trip on an airplane flying over uh, this house over the ocean to another island. Yeah, from from, from Houston to Hawaii. Houston to Hawaii? Hawaii? Are you driving Houston to Houston Hawaii. to catch a plane there? Piss no. No chance. <laughs> no, 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 no. Behave yourself now. Come on. Uh, no, we're flying from here to Houston, and then we have like an hour and a half layover there, and then it's an eight and a half hour trek to Honolulu. Oh wow, Honolulu! That's like a. See, so I, how long is your day? Like you're planning your trip all the way out there. How long does oh, it take? Um, I think it's going to be pretty much like a twenty hour day. I think. At the oh end. my oh, word! Oh my the time change. But it's okay. You know what? I mean, you, you know, when in Rome. Nice. Yeah, exactly. You just power through. Now, is this your first time traveling to Hawaii? No, I've been to Hawaii many, many times in the past. Oh. He was in the Navy, don't you remember? He was a Navy sailor. So well, he- I remember, but I didn't know if he went to Hawaii well, for that. No, Mindy, it's Mindy's first time. Oh. So, yeah, she, she's never been, so. It's like her inaugural Hawaii trip. Like this last trip that Chris and I went on was. It's so beautiful. I love Honolulu. I know. We were trying to go back, but uh, stupid COVID. Now, do they require like all of the testing requirements and, and quarantining kind of stuff still? Yes. Yeah, no, no, no quarantining. Now, if you're vaccinated, you can just, you know, you know, do not pass go, do not collect 200. But if you're not vaccinated, you have to quarantine. I th- I, to be honest, with you, I don't even have to let you in the bloody country, to be right. honest with you. They just but, send you uh, around, get you on a plane, head back. <laughs> they might as well. Do uh, hear about the couple that got arrested during COVID? They were like staying in a hotel and they were supposed to be quarantining in Hawaii, but they like left their hotel, you know, and they took off and they somehow they got, they got arrested. Good. I hope they pro- I hope they throw the bloody key away too. Yes. <laughs> now, are you? Because you you have a day job um, at a place not to be disclosed, but you have a day job where you have to be around mm. people, and so does Mindy. So, how are you all keeping yourself safe well, so that you don't get sick? That's half true. So, Mindy's been working at home now for over a year. Oh, I didn't realize so, that. Awesome. Yeah, she works from home, but no, I do. I work in a petri dish of of human, pretty much the worst that hum, humanity has to offer. Wow. And wow, that people says a who, lot. People who don't even brush their teeth yeah. and smell it from a mile away. Oh, it's, it's uh, glorious. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can see how excited I am to be there. <laughs> anyway, so um, actually, there's a funny story about that. I actually <laughs> went to the dentist the other day to get the old teeth, the old skeleton looked at. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm in there, and my dentist, she, she's a lovely lady. I'm, I, me and her get along like hellfire. And um, I am I have this pretty hardcore phobia of the dentist as it is, so she puts me at ease. Anyway, 
she's doing the whole inspection, you know, like I've got, you know, I need a couple of crowns and some filling. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. root canals done. And she, I was getting done and I said, I said, can I ask you a question? And she goes, sure, what's up? I said, and this is, you can bleep this part at your show. I said, how the hell do I tell people to brush their teeth? It's, <laughs> because there's no nice way of saying it. And that was it. She crying, laughing, and everybody's saying, it's just, that's the one thing I didn't appreciate about masks so much. Right. Is that it masked the god awful breath that some of these people have. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they brush their teeth, they're brushing their teeth with, I don't know what, but it's just. <laughs> It's the absolute worst. Uh, I have uh, oh my my skin crawls with some bad breath and oh it's oh yeah it's, it's like first thing in the morning you know I'll say good morning. Are you to trying Chris. to say something? No, maybe. but first thing in the morning I like I don't want to breathe on people. I don't want them to breathe on me. I don't want anything like that. Like I know there's a very few smells. Well, anyway, I have a very sensitive nose, but mm-hmm. body odor. Including mouth odor is something that just makes my stomach turn. There was a gentleman who works there. He looks like a cross between the Unabomber and like a, a and a I don't know Olympic runner, and <laughs> huh. and, and he's just he, he he's got this big you know gruffy beard and he looks like he's been you know seen some shit in his life, and he like walks up to me without a mask, and he's like you know, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what's up? And he goes, um, I got to tell you about blah, blah, blah. And as he's getting to the blah, blah, blah part, I'm like, me, dude, this br- this breath is rancid. <laughs> and I, so I'm like, just take, now this, this is where the, the you know, the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the customary greeting. Do I take like a tiny half step backwards uh-huh. for every sentence, another half step backwards until the point <laughs> he gets the, until he gets the point that this is leading me. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. So. <laughs> well, tell us how you really feel about bad breath. <laughs> oh, well, that's why I always have mouthwash. I need, I, I need mouthwash. someone. Yeah, I need someone breathing in my face like that. Like I need an infected scrotum. It's just the absolute <laughs> worst. Hey, speaking of, hey, speaking of masks. Hey, speaking of masks and in, in, uh, in disgusting things, I um, actually saw a meme that they're going to start doing pumpkin spice uh, masks smell. So you can have, <laughs> oh, you can have pumpkin spice in your it's face like, all day. You just basically like threw like the bat signal in the sky for every basic white girl I think you've ever met in your life. So. I would rather like a cinnamon apple. I could do that oh, one. Lord. Yeah, pumpkin pie or or maybe yeah. maybe for the south, a bacon smelling uh, mask. Good lord. <laughs> well, we're excited for you to be able to go on your trip. And uh, so how are you avoiding all of the germs? That's kind of how we got onto that little rant. Have you ever seen that scene in The Big Bang Theory where Shelton had his face up over his T-shirt over his nose and spraying Lysol in the air? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's basically the equivalent of me when I go through like a drive through or uh, <laughs> or I had to take something back to Kohl's um, f- that I ordered and um, – I'm walking through there. I'm like, anytime someone comes near me, I'm like, immediately took like three steps to the right. Yeah. So we could yeah. just make you the bubble boy. You could like get one the of those big bubble. giant plastic bubbles and walk around it all you know day what? long. At this point, you know what? Sod it. Bring on the bubbles. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't want to get sick. Yeah. Now, I'm like I said, I'm, look, you know, look, full disclosure, I am a vaccinated, I am a, I am a fully functioning normal human being. But there are people I know, and especially those in this nearby neighborhood that I live in, who are anti-vaxxers, anti-vaccines, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, please stay away from me. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like your your neck of the woods. It's, oh, it's it, the worst. It's like it's like if you look oh, at the yeah. maps, like CNN will post a map out. They'll have like all the states that are like vaccinated. Yeah. And, like the the ones that are not are like that mm-hmm. that pocket right there. The best ones is like I've seen those maps. It's like you know orange is like oh some people just you know don't want to do it. You got red and it's like oh man this place is we probably shouldn't go there. You get dark red and it's like oh wow they're in some real trouble and then you see like almost the point of like dark purple blue black and it's like Tulsa. wow wow epicenter right there wow so yeah so we actually had our city council what was it last week so the whole all all the all the forward-thinking citizens of tulsa the other day were like we need a mass mandate we need it now you know we're, we're, we're at a we're at a tipping point and we're like okay 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 so it went to the city hall and uh the council and it got into people were getting arrested and Bodies were flying practically. I mean, people were just screaming and yelling. The council people were screaming and yelling at each other. And in the end, they ended up with a mask recommendation. 
what? Well, that's kind of what we have here, right? It's like, yeah, it's like, and the mayor comes out and says, I do. I, I encourage everyone to recommend you to wear a mask. And we're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's like getting so. on an airplane and them saying, we recommend you use a an air mask or the oxygen yeah. mask in the event that we're, you know, Wait, that's, crash landing. That's it's the like, rule, though, isn't no, it? No, it's... They say, put on, please put on your face mask or your your oxygen mask before putting someone else's. It's not a suggestion. It's like a, yeah. if to survive, you must do this. But it would be like the equivalent of saying, if the emergency lights come on, you can consider putting an oxygen mask on if you so desire to. It's like that scene at an airplane where the stewardess goes in the cockpit and says, does anybody know how to fly a plane? <laughs> <laughs> I hope but no, happening. you know, it's... You, do you remember that scene from Fight Club where um, Brad Pitt is talking to Edward Norton? And he was talking about the illusion of safety. And he says, look at these fl- these flights things. And exactly what you're talking about. He goes, look at their faces. Calm, stoic. He goes, you know why? He goes, what? Oxygen gets you high. You know, you go, you accept your fate. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Are you planning on getting a nice stiff drink on the airplane? Uh, I am. Hang on. He doesn't drink, Chris. He oh, doesn't I, consume alcohol. I am alcohol. 618 days sober. Well, look at that. Yep. Congratulations. So he will get himself a nice, stiff cranberry juice. No Mai Tais in the airplane. I, what, nope. air, what is it, my period? <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that's from uh, no. The Departed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, no, um, I, a good a good Coca-Cola we do just fine. That's that's great. Did, uh, what yeah. airlines are you guys flying? Uh Think United, but don't oh. quote me on that. Okay, we we, we flew flew over on Hawaiian. They gave us free mai tais and free like nuts and, the, and Hawaiian treats on the way over there. Well, that was not a mai tai. It was a Hawaiian do. punch. It was, was like it? a non-alcoholic well, Hawaiian punch. Kidding me? I thought I had alcohol in that thing. No. Well, I got a little loopy. I don't know. <laughs> That's your everyday. Okay, That's so what? One C crying out. <laughs> yeah. So what are you most looking forward to on this upcoming vacation, other than just getting away from the craziness that oh, is life? Oh, that's easy. Not ending in the back of a shark's gullet. <laughs> um, Are you planning on going swimming with sharks? My okay. So the whole purpose of this vacation was was buried on the promise that if we go to Hawaii, I had to go into the ocean. Now, before you say, Derek Duvall, you are a Navy sailor. How does that work? Or <laughs> Derek Duvall, you're a massive Jaws fan. How does that work? Uh, let me just say that the reason I was on an aircraft carrier, number two, I don't go in the ocean. Uh-oh. Because the second you dink, dip a pinky toe in that water, you go down about six feet on the uh, six positions on the food chain. Ooh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You are well. not the apex predator in the in <laughs> in the water. Are you guys going? Scuba? So anyway, yeah, we're going scuba diving about eight Ooh. miles off the coast. What? Are you certified? So no. Oh, not scuba snorkeling. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Um, snorkeling. Um, okay, apparently, there's a place snorkeling. where you can go out and see. Turtles and there you go, yeah. Dolphins and oh, fishies right and probably yeah. plastic. Who knows? But um, yeah, so we're going out there. But anyway, I, you know me. I'm like going to be my head's going to be 360 the whole time looking for jaws. I was too. So. Every time I went in the water, whether Mexico, or Hawaii, same thing too. I was looking around for bigger animals, bigger than me. Because I could tell you a story. I was snorkeling off here in San Diego in La Jolla one year, a uh, long time ago, and I think about it. And then the sea lions would come up and they would like have their little sea lion hang out right there at the La Jolla area. This by is the probably coast. not the story to tell him, but go ahead. So no, go I, on. I've heard it all. Go on. So I'm um, so I'm snorkeling out there with a buddy of mine, and we're snorkeling out there, and then I'm looking around because your head's in the water, right? And you kind of pop up to see where your buddy is, kind of like over the surface. So I'm looking around and like I feel something kick me or, or I kick something, and I turn around in the water, and it's a sea lion like two feet from me, like barking in my face, like hey. Knock it off. Like, watch where you're going. Kind of the whole watch where you're going thing. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So then I swim around again. I look around. And, I, and I'm next to my buddy. And we look down. And we see this big shark swim yep. right underneath us. Like a big I – mean, I mean, it's probably not that big. But to us, it was big, you know? Yeah. And you see the thing swimming. And I said, we're, we're getting out. We're getting out. It's time to go. Yep. <laughs> so – and the fact that you see him – because if you see him, he's a good chance he's already seen you a long time ago. It was probably six-footer or something like yeah. that. And, you know, some yeah. people will say, oh, well, six feet isn't that big. But when you think about the size of That's the teeth – That's what she said. On- <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about the size of the teeth on a six-foot shark and the power behind it, 
You don't want to yeah. be anywhere near it. Even a four foot or nope. a five foot shark, those no. can still do some serious damage. Well, think of a dog. A dog is small in comparison to a shark, and they can really do some damage. Yeah, this is true. And the, you know, yeah. so you're braving the wild waters yep. of Hawaii and getting out yep. and snorkeling. Yep. Um, I've already bought myself a mask. I got one of those ones with um, nearsighted masks because I wear glasses. So while, you're, oh. while you're snorkeling, you see what I'm. Yeah, because you can't wear glasses while you're snorkeling. I've, I've he doesn't mean like a research. mask, like a COVID mask, Chris. He means a no, snorkeling I, I, mask. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, goggles. You know, like a goggle I, mask. I know. Now, you got the one that's a full facial, right? The full face one? Like space suit no, one? No, 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 no. It's, it's, like, it's like glasses, but like I said, it's um, they're, they're for nearsighted people. So I'll okay. be able to see what I'm. So I'll be able to see what I'm doing. Perfect. All right. Yeah. I um. Yeah. We were down there. We just rented the gear. They gave us the whatever gear. We went down there. But they do have the facial ones. There's a full face thing. You've seen those ones? Uh, maybe. They're it all- looks kind of like a. I don't know. It reminds me of a Teletubby because it a has what? the little a Teletubby. <laughs> it has the little. But everybody like, knows what you're talking about. Honey. The, the little rod at the top to breathe out of. That's not like the regular kind of snorkeling mm-hmm. thing. It just reminds me of a Teletubby face. I'm going to tell you right now, there's two, th- there are three outcomes of this whole excursion. One is uh, my wife takes off my life jacket and I drown. Two. Wait, do you not know how to I, swim? I can't. I'm not, I, I'm not, no, actually, I'm not the strongest swimmer okay. in the world. Okay. Got uh, it. Number two, uh, shark will catch me from behind and that'd be game over. And then you'll be like, man, whatever happened to the Derek Duvall show? Shark. Oh, wow. Shark. And then uh, the third outcome is I actually make it out of the water in one piece with my sanity in check. And then a- you- that after you punched the shark in the face and rode him like a surfboard yeah. to the shore? Yeah. yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. Well, it's going to be the latter. The the very last one. No sharks. You're mm-hmm. going to get out safe. You're going to you know conquer the world and you're going to become obsessed with snorkeling and want to go into every body of water from now on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but we're doing that. And then we're going to go hiking. Oh, awesome. Um, we've, we got our anniversaries the 15th. So oh. um, How many we're going to go to a nice nine. Oh. Nine uh, years? What's, go- that, what's that even like? What's up? What's that even like? Nine years. What? Be- being married. Uh, it, okay. So it can be a utopia or it's like shoveling hill sometimes. Hmm. So accurate yeah. description. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to take her to a nice dinner? Yep. We got a nice reservation. I called in a nice reservation for oh. two. Uh, this very fancy steak restaurant. Ooh. And then um, we're going to go, like I said, we're going to do some hiking. We haven't figured out where we're going to go hiking yet. That's still being Manoa actively Falls. batted around. Yeah, uh, we went to Manoa Falls. It's like a lighter uh, trail. I mean, yeah. I say light. It's, it's really tropical. The, the falls, when we went there, we're kind of okay, but... They were like they were like knock on your on your butt kind of falls. They right. were like a, mm-hmm. a spr- but I've heard a Diamond Head is really good too. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, uh, there's a website I saw that has like you know twenty something different you know hiking trails, and Mindy's like, I don't want to do like you know a hundred miles because I walk nearly a hundred miles every four days, and uh, I'm like you know I'd, I would like to see you know some beautiful things, take some nice pictures. So. We're trying to find a we're trying to find a happy medium right now. Compromise, secret yeah, of every marriage. Definitely. Well, so. Ma- Manoa Falls is not very intense. It can be muddy, mm-hmm. so wear good shoes. But it's beautiful. It's in a rainforest. You like drive through this residential area. Yeah, these nice homes. And then you like happen upon this rainforest out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. it's lovely. And but there's also areas like in the North Island where you know, like Jurassic Park was filmed and Lost was filmed, and you can go for. I mean, more of like a a nice walk versus a hike necessarily, but you'll find really? the perfect place and we can't wait to see photos of it. Oh, I did not know they filmed Jurassic Park up in Hawaii. Oh yeah. On Oahu on a uh, North Island. Yeah, and they actually uh, have the world the, too. Jurassic world was filmed there too, but they actually actually have, um, it's called, it starts with a K like Kualawa. I'll, I'll get the right name for yeah, you. Yeah, I Googled it right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it right, right. now. Right, and you can actually go and do tours there and they have like quads that you can, like the four-wheelers that you can go and rent mm-hmm. and they'll take you on tours and it's supposed to be really cool and it wasn't that expensive. So you should definitely think about going I, there. I, I am, I'm literally texting this to my wife as we speak. See? I'm like, oh, Learn yeah, something now, new. Now we're, do- now we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Now, how long are you going to be on this trip for? Uh, I believe a, a week. Oh, that's fantastic. So like yeah. five, 
full nights or five full days? Well, or? A week is seven days, Chris. Well, I don't know. I guess I do know. But yeah, I'm just wondering. When people say a week, sometimes they'll say like five days, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, we, we we leave on the we leave on the Monday, and we're coming back on the um, on the Sunday. Oh, that's fantastic! Well, that is a full yeah. full week. She'll check you out. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, so, speaking of being back at home, uh, who's been watching all your uh, pets and your dogs when you guys are gone? Oh, that would be my uh, mother-in-law. Oh, great! She's watch it. That and my and we always and we have my friend Haley, who's a, who's a absolute uh, great friend of. Me and my wife, um, who she lives kind of close to us, she she's kind of our backup emergency in case something happens. So yeah, we're, we've got we got all we have all our boxes checked. We're gonna be okay. That's fantastic. Well, we have loved hearing about your vacation, and when we come back, we're gonna ask you some more questions about podcasting and some other big events that are happening in our life. We'll be right back. Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in that dinner rut? You know, like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Well, with HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those lines at the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with 25 recipes to choose from each week. There's something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Some of those recipes are chicken and biscuit pot pie with carrots, celery, and fresh thyme, figgy balsamic pork cutlets with roasted green beans and rosemary potatoes, lemon cream chicken cutlets plus dilly potatoes and green beans, and taqueria pork bowls, which is a takeout favorite, with corn esquites, sour cream, and cilantro. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. And welcome back, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Clean Feed. Now, Christine, you got any news about Clean Feed you want to talk about? Yes, absolutely. Clean Feed has been powering our podcast and it keeps getting better. It is one of our absolute favorite things that has to do with podcasting. And the new player and updated clips feature allow us to produce our podcast as if it was a live show like today, giving us a finished sound, which our audience absolutely loves. Its simplicity and ease of use means we've not had to look elsewhere to integrate audio into our podcast. We can do it right from inside CleanFeed. Yeah, amen, sister. I love it. I love CleanFeed. If you have a podcast, you want to get clean, you want to get some clean, clear audio across the world anywhere. Check on CleanFeed. So, hey, uh, Derek. Well, I got you here. Hey, uh, buddy. Your house. How long have you lived at your current house you have today? Isn't that like one of the questions for like my bank account information? I'm yes, sure. and then your social too. <laughs> and I want to know your date of birth and all your. Um, we've lived here coming up on six years. Six years was about 2015 when you bought the place. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! What, can yeah, you, we. Can uh, you? I believe it or not, we're actually just now starting to paint different rooms. So. Oh, so this uh, is the first just, paint job you've did since you have lived there. Okay, so full disclosure. Our, our, ba- our half bathroom downstairs and the half bathroom upstairs came up with this horrendous, hideous wallpaper that came with the house. I think I've seen and it. And we, yeah, and we, we were kind of like, all right, all right, whatever, we'll, we'll get rid of it. We finally got rid of it, painted both rooms, and it was, it came out pretty nice. And now, because we have these giant, you know, vaulted ceilings, um, it would take us, you know, we'd have to get scaffolding and all that just to paint the, the hallways, but the little rooms, like the room my studio is in, is, is Weatherman Blue. Um, that's what Wait, Weatherman Blue? It. What does that mean? You never seen a blue screen for a Weatherman studio? I've seen a green screen. They have blue screens. But, yeah, blue, well, they used to have blue screens back in the day. Now it's green screen, oh. right? For CGI so, and that kind of stuff. For CGI. So anyway, I call it Weatherman Blue, and oh, okay, nice. You, so 
or someone called it iMessage Blue. I think that was another one. Oh, I, I know what that color is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I did, I've done that. And then, like I said, my wife, she just finished painting our full bath this morning, uh, yesterday. And we've just been kind of tackling the rooms one at a time. We just painted our kitchen and... Uh, if you know anything about Mindy, you know purple is the is the letter of the day. So. Yes, yes, she wears a lot of purple, doesn't she? Yeah. So, so Derek, your house. Uh, what made you decide to buy that house, and what was like your journey leading up to that? I lost a bet. Well, you lost a bet. No, I'm just kidding. Can I buy a house? <laughs> I bet. I no, bet you can't kidding. buy that house. I bet you can't buy that one. Oh man. Okay. No. Um, believe it or not, we. So I, I was working for a company at the time, and I was making stupid good money. And we were like, you know, we, we had, when I had met Mindy, she'd already owned a house and I moved in and we outgrew the house. So we were like, you know, this is our time. Let's take it to the next step. And we shopped and shopped around because I wanted a, a theater, like a build a actual home theater in a room. And we, we went around, oh God, we all looked at, God, 50 houses easily. And we uh, originally, we'd found this house around the corner from here. And uh, we were gonna we put an offer in for it, but it turned out the house was in foreclosure, and we didn't know how long that was gonna take to get cleared out. So we we're like, well, sought that for a game of toy soldiers, we're gonna try something else. But we really liked the neighborhood that we we're in. It was a very nice, very clean, safe neighborhood. And so uh, we were down the road a little bit, and we saw this house, and we're like, all right, well, you know, what the hell? Let's have a look. And we found the room upstairs, and we're like, sold. I actually <laughs> said, I we were in the room, we were in the house maybe five minutes. And I was like, we'll take it. <laughs> wow and like that, huh? to, now now looking back um i i don't think i would have bought this house i think we probably would have kept looking around for something else but, oh wow uh, yeah I, I i it was very poorly built oh um, they always say yeah, that it, they always say they slap together really quickly especially if it's like it was a definitely home. it was a it was a cookie cutter home for uh for a neighborhood edition and it's just been especially the last three years just trying to get it fixed and it's it we've we've bled through our savings just trying to keep the house you know going and what have you so well don't you have like yeah. a, is there a, uh, what do you call it insurances or warranties on that kind oh of stuff? no we we've yeah we already had that as well but we this doesn't cover other things as well so oh wow i'm sorry to hear that yeah. man has yeah, there been any just, like I guess, natural disasters like tornadoes or anything oh god no natural disasters my life <laughs> okay okay but, other than your life yeah. has it been like i know that like with no, the, the hurricane no, 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 going no. on and stuff no, 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 no. Um, it's just like I said, just a poorly built house, really. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, we've run into our own share of uh, homeowner horrors here in this house, but as we were mentioning at the beginning of the show, Chris and I are getting ready to purchase our first home together as a married couple, and we know that you and Mindy have walked through that journey. So we would love to get some tips and advice from you on either positive <laughs> things or pitfalls to avoid. So bestow <laughs> all of your knowledge on us, dear you're, Derek Duvall. You're talking, you're talking to the wrong Duvall. <laughs> uh, uh, she, she, God bless her. She, uh, she took the brunt of most of it. Uh, find yourself a great realtor. Find yourself a great. Um, uh, home a lender. loan, mm -hmm. a lender, and find yourself a great um, what do you call it? Um, the escrow closer. company. No, not that. Um, title. Oh, great title company where you sign and do your closing and stuff like that. Find those three things, and you'll the rest of it all falls into place. But if you can't right. find those three things, then you're just going to be, you know, walking around like a tit in a transfer belt. Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny here. Here, you can shake a stick or throw a stick in any direction. You'll hit a lender or a mortgage company or a realtor. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere that you know, everyone's trying to sell. Everyone's trying to get a. Everyone's trying to jump on the old bandwagon of uh, selling and. Uh, with real estate, especially when I guess the market starts getting really hot, like it is right now. Yeah, uh, everybody's jump. Everybody knows like getting the real estate license or their. It was <laughs> it was doing very well here. Um, we actually looked on Zillow not long ago, or or something. My my wife had told me that our house is uh, with, with the current market value was like, oh God, almost like eighty thousand dollars more than what it, you know what we paid for it currently. Right, and we thought about well maybe finally this might be the opportunity to finally move up to the northwest or the northeast and then we realized you know that the other the flip side of that coin is every other tom dick and harry in the world is trying to buy a house right now so it's very right. competitive you probably won't make any of your money back yeah it's like so, the used yeah. car market right now it's like used cars are going for a ton of money 
Yeah, and that's, so I didn't you know go to that. sell it, but then you can't get yourself another used or new car for a reasonable yeah. price. So it's like it's it funny, like even rentals. I have a buddy at work who's he has a, a new Jeep um, Cherokee. It's in the shop for transmission problems, and they told him we can't, <laughs> we can't give you get a out of town. Really? Why? <laughs> you're, you're oh, I have one. Oh, I have one. Yeah, the <laughs> biggest piece of <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Well, yeah, horrible, so I, horrible I, car. Well, that's what I. Uh, why do you want to tell you know Burst's bubble? Because he's all excited about it, you know. So, yeah. um, but it's in there for that. I was kind of almost saying the same thing, like shocker. And he's they won't give him a rental car because they don't have rental cars to give him. Luckily, he has his dad's old pickup truck he can drive to work. And I have a spare car too. And I was telling Christine the other day, it's like it's good to have a spare car because now they can't even give you a rental car even if they wanted to. Chris, you're right that it's just really even hard to. To get rental cars right now. I remember when I had my car in the shop, my Explorer, it was in for a couple of weeks when this was before they bought it back and I got the new one uh, because of the lemon laws. But they couldn't even give me uh, the courtesy vehicle or a rental vehicle because there was nothing. I know. Luckily, luckily, you know, people say, you know, what do you need two cars for, Chris? But let me tell you, (laughs) this is times like this is we need the extra car. And they said if Minnie's not working, if your car was in the shop and Minnie's got a car, right? No, not anymore. She sold her car for the exact reason. Oh wow! Whoa! Yep. Now, yep. when you go to Hawaii, and we, got, and we got and we got a lot, and we got a really good deal on it, considering you know what was wrong with it. We had a, I, I was completely surprised how much money we ended up getting for it. Oh wow! Um, fact, now, when you go to you Hawaii, know, are you, you going to rent into car? Just the last two days. Okay. But now, yeah. do you remember the other Chris who comes on the show? Uh, money. Uh, money, Chris. Money, Chris. Yeah. Well, he has the same car I have. The Challenger. Uh, up until recently, yeah, he had a Challenger, and he decided he wasn't. You know, he was working from home. He didn't really need it anymore, and he traded his. Sorry, sold his. Uh, well, about a month or two ago, and he got a king's ransom for that Challenger. And I was, <laughs> I like, bet. Hmm. You know, I'm thinking like the same thing, but um, I have I've decided not to sell it at this time. I need that car. You know, it's it's like we we guys at work tell me I should sell my uh, sports car I have, but I love driving the thing. I love it too much. Oh and, gosh, yeah. I totally didn't tell you, Chris, that when the guys came to come and haul away the trash the other day from the house, because uh, Derek, we've been cleaning out our side yard um, to get ready uh-huh. to sell the house, and so the the trash haulers. They've come here a couple of times for like from our wedding and other things. But one of the guys, he says, uh, Chrissy drives up and he's like, so um, did your husband sell the Z? Because it was the same guy that has come before. And I said, no, no, he's driving it today to work. And he's like, well, tell him if he ever wants to buy it, uh, you know, or if he ever wants to sell it, I'll buy it from him. And I was like, well, you know. I, I don't know, you know, he's only got a couple thousand dollars left to pay it off. And he's like, I'll, t- I'll just take it over. I was like, fat chance. If, no. you, if he's going to sell it, we're making a big profit on that thing. I know. I and got- he's like, well, you just let me know because that is a beautiful car. Well, they're yeah. almost worth. They're almost worth because they're kind of rare. You don't see a lot of them, and it's it's a. What stick- are you talking about? I see them all the time. Oh, I do too, but I'm saying like, there's not a lot of. You look up an auto trader. There's not a lot for sale, and uh, especially ones that are in a stick shift. So that's kind of also a what rare. car is it? I can never remember. Oh, it's a it's a Nissan 370Z. Ah, that makes more sense. Yes. So so it's it's the um, six speed manual with the uh, sync rev and all that fancy stuff. But anyways, it's um, you don't see a lot of the sticks. You see a lot of automatics. You don't see a lot of stick shifts out there. Um, yeah. And they say first the one- car, first car I ever had was a stick shift. My dad made me have me a stick too. Shift. Me too. Yeah. I, yeah, w- I burned they- six clutches in two years. Oh man, yeah. Well, uh, that's why Christine can't drive it. She she can't drive the Z. <laughs> she burned the clutch out. But uh, but I'll teach her if she wants to learn. We learn, baby. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like being driven around in a stick shift. I think that it's just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I like the work and the effort that has to go into driving. A and on a hill, it's, it's crazy on a hill. Yeah, I would rather just look pretty in the passenger seat. You. So here's the thing about where I come from in Great Britain. Everything is stick shift. They don't is have it really? automatics over there. Yeah. Well, then I'll take a taxi. Really? Well, the thing about well, that's the thing about it. This, this is because you remember where I come from. It's hills and valleys and. And mountains, so everything is stick shift over there. Um, they do have a few automatics, but no one drives them because they're too expensive. Oh, really? Well, yeah. yeah, usually they are here too, but I think I think the only few cars uh, that actually offer a stick shift today, new vehicles. I know know the new Z coming out. That's big selling point is that it's going to be available in a stick shift. You can't get that in a Corvette, and you can't get that in a Supra. Uh, you can't get that. Most BMWs don't have that. 
So that's kind of the selling point. If you still mm. want the traditional stick shift, which is always fun to drive. And that's why I like driving. It's fun to drive. It's not the easiest car to drive. But it's a little clunky when you shift it and things like that because it's, mm-hmm. it's a it's a very clunky kind of clunky car. And um, but I love driving it, and um, it's fast. And uh, I just if you're spend- not driving, if you're not driving the Pacific Coast Highway in that thing, are you even living? Oh well. I drive it all around town, and I funny thing is I've only driven up to up to Carlsbad like once. That's the furthest I've ever taken the thing. I have like no miles on the thing. I only take it back and forth to work, uh, or maybe around town. And, but I just spent a ton of money on new brakes for the car, so I better get my money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but uh, but so so I even thought about when we sell this house, I had an idea that maybe to sweeten the deal. Maybe I'll toss the car in the deal, like because some car, some houses, like you're a goofball. I know there's some some houses, like in the Malibu Hills or whatever, they'll like throw in a Ferrari in with the mansion kind of a thing, you know, buy this mansion, get this Ferrari. Well, I was thinking like, oh yeah, buy this house, get the Z. But I'm like, yeah, I don't think I need to do that. I love the car too much, you know. I guess diaries are making a comeback then. I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, kind of. <laughs> Take this house. I'll give you three. I'll give you three heads of cattle too. You know. <laughs> Well, we'll throw a clover in for the, the deal. Sweet the deal. Yeah. That. What? You don't talk about my dog. <laughs> just kidding, babe. I'm just kidding. No, uh, it's funny. Funny about that. When I bought this house, the realtor agent selling the house was trying to pull a deal like that. They were trying to give me a brand new Lexus, or I'm sorry, a lease on a new Lexus, a two year lease on a brand new Lexus if I bought the house at their full asking price. But not the car, just the lease on the car for two years. We told him, we told him, just take the money and put it towards the house. We don't, I don't want the car. But um, I've heard of people doing that kind of goofy things. Does that happen out there like that when they try to sell houses? No. Oh, oh. is it is it they a don't, real hot? <laughs> is it a real hot real estate market where you live? Because like where we are, um, it's like people are yes, bidding each other out. That's what I mentioned to you earlier. Yeah, they it's it's kind of crazy. I think it's died down a little bit, but like we we. We've had people ask us like, "Hey, are you planning on selling the home?" And uh, money is the same way. People ask me, "You know, are you planning on selling your home?" Um, but no, no. Well, I, I would love. Trust me, I would love nothing more than to pack my up here and take Mindy and their dogs, and we go up to like either Oregon or or I don't know Massachusetts or New York, and just live there the rest of our lives. But uh, yeah. Well, I've seen your house, and it's a beautiful house. I mean, it's, it reminds me of Victorian style kind of a place um almost like a castle <laughs> well, yeah, well compared to here it is <laughs> thank you for that i appreciate that yeah i oh wow oh, it's, i'm gonna go down and tell mindy did you know we live in a castle it is a you castle you totally do it's like a pal- it's palatial it's it, definitely palatial. big it, it is uh. that's what she said but hey you know um <laughs> You two are so inappropriate today. We're gonna have to like put a disclosure or a disclaimer. You're on the, the one about talking how to learn to drive the stick. I'm like, mm, right on. Then. What? Oh my word! <laughs> hey, hey, speak, hey, speaking of the car, my my oldest son thinks he's getting it when he turns 16. Well, it's because you're ah. telling him that you're gonna give it to him when he turns 16. I, so it's, I might. He's only thinking it because you keep saying, "Oh, Jacob, when you turn 16, do you want the Z?" Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to hear some funny true story? Um, when I was 16, like I said, we, you know, we, we, we didn't know a lot of my growing up, but when I was 16, uh, my dad and my mom said, you know what? We're going to get you a car on your birthday. We're going to get you a car, which for them, that's like, oh my God, you know, like who did they kill to do this? Right. So anyway, we get out there on my 16th birthday and I get outside and they said, your car's on the driveway. I was like, oh my God, I got a car. I go outside and there's no car in the driveway. What? I said, I said, dad, where's, where's the car? He goes, it's there. Keep looking. And then on the bottom was this little matchbox car. Oh, no. <laughs> like this with a big bow on it. Oh, and, wow. Um, That's a yeah. cruel trick. It was uh, a cruel trick. Oh, it, it reminds me. Do you see the first Transmer, uh, Transformers movie where the dad uh, takes the – what's his name? The main character kid. through Shay like, LaBeouf. Yeah, he takes him through like the uh, Porsche dealer. And he's mm. like, oh, we'll get you a new car today. And he's like driving through the Porsche dealer. Oh, no way. And they drives off the lot. It's, no, that's not working. You do Porsche. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to tell you, for my 18th birthday, um, because I was a late bloomer when it comes to like driving, I was very nervous to drive. So I finally got my license just before my 18th birthday. And uh, my parents gave me this present, and it had like a couple of different boxes. So you're like opening it, opening, op- opening, and then you get to the bottom and there's a little thing of keys. And so I like went running outside looking for my car and there's cars everywhere. And I was like, where is it? 
and I was looking because there was like this old white car, like old. It was like the year was 1999. It was like a 1985 or 1986 white Cadillac Cimarron. Ooh, Cadillac. Let's fancy, fancy girl over <laughs> here. Like little, Cadillac. It was like a little tank. And I was like, where, where is it? And they were like, oh, it's right there. And I was like, oh, it was like one of those where it ended up breaking down like four times in a week. And <laughs> my dad, after like me having it for my first year of college and he had to tow me twice in the same week, he was wow. like, uh, we're going to look into something else. Or but- maybe you start learning how to change your oil. No. that uh, What are you talking about? It was a brand new, well, brand new to me car. Yeah. My oh. car. So I, I, like I said, I burned my I went through, I think it was four or six clutches. I can't remember. It was one of the two numbers. But we, I had my first car accident. Someone rear-ended me at a red light. And thankfully, nothing you know wasn't bad enough. And then I had my other accident. Um, I was dating this girl at the time, and we were making out in the front seat. And I guess her butt hit the, the handbrake, and we, started, we didn't realize that we were moving. <gasps> oh and uh, we crashed into a brick mailbox. <gasps> Oh no! And uh, I, my head hit the the rear of a mirror, and wow. of course, then split the split the um, windscreen and all that. That was oh, a good, how, what, what, that was a good day at the office. How did you talk your way out of that one? Um, well, considering it was my dad's mailbox that I hit, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a very complicated conversation to have with him. I remember that very well. Uh-huh. But it, you know what? Uh, you know, you live and learn. You know, so whatever. Well, I, are you are you satisfied with your vehicle you have today? The Challenger? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Then you're happy with Wait, happy a with. Challenger is a type of a car? I thought that it was the name of a like a rocket ship. Space shuttle? Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. You know, um, <laughs> so let me start why, again. Okay. Why, but why would somebody name a car? Hey, hey Chris, you got, you got a piece of chore candy. Yeah, why? <laughs> you could draw it out for her. <laughs> No, but why would somebody name a car a Challenger after a oh, spaceship because that exploded? No, uh, cha- you know, there, there's like a challenger is also a boxing opponent or a challenger is, you know, you know, it's not just because of the space shuttle challenger. It actually happened way after the original challenger came yeah. out, like the 70s or something. Oh, like that. yeah. that's what yeah. I was wondering if it like predated. Yeah. Okay. You know, the cool thing about the challenger I noticed is that it's the only car of all the new, new kind of like sports car and pony cars that came out. They kind of kept the original styling to the mm-hmm. T. Of the original car, you know, like the Mustang, kind of not really, and the Camaro, kind of not really, but the Challenger really stayed true to it, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a fun car to drive, but it's also a it's an interesting car to drive, like in weather, and also um, if you're trying to park it, or um, and the the thing, it's it's a very it's a very long car. Right, it's got a really um, long hood to the thing. You can strap very a very long deer. hood. It, yeah. <laughs> It's it's just it's a lot. It's a very it's a complicated car to drive. Um, it took me a little bit a lot of, a little bit, oh, excuse me a little while to learn how to drive it properly. But I will tell you this though: that sport mode kicks in. Holy Ooh. hell! Hold on. Do you to have you, to like hit a button or something, you. or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. You hit a button and it just it's, it's called sport oh, wow. mode. Yeah, we have that sport too. Sport mode. Our, yeah, we have that on my truck. Has that? And Christine's yeah. car has that. And it really puts the RPMs up really high. Oh and, yeah. And you feel like I, it's thrusting I, you the whole especially time, especially with the engine that's in there right now. You gotta I mean, get exhaust. Me. You gotta get a loud exhaust on that thing. No, God, no, I'm not one of those. Oh come on, but, now you got it. You got to get it super loud. I want, I want like you turn the thing on, it rumbles, and the neighbor's like, "What? Who's there?" Yeah, I don't need that. I, I my HOA doesn't like me already. I don't need that on top. Oh, of You got it, HOA at your so. place? Yeah. How is your HOA, by the way? They suck. I hear you. I, I hope they're listening because they they are the worst. Why? Trust do, me. Do you pay them. They, Nothing gets fixed. They are. They are about as useful. They're they. That's a nice way of putting this. They couldn't find a hooker in a whorehouse if they were trying. Oh wow! They were the absolute worst HOA I've ever been a part of. So well, you haven't lived here yet. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> yes, you see our grass. In the front I was just going to say, not, do you have growing grass yeah. in your front yard? With sprinklers, then at you're work? already better. <laughs> sprinklers at work. No, they're just they they are not the most brightest people in all of Christendom. They're just they're just. They're is, like, is it here, in-house? give us your money, but we don't do anything. We don't do anything. Yeah, but, but make sure anything. it ain't late. Make sure that payment's not late. You know, give us our money. Is it managed oh, yeah. by an outside company? No. Or is it- it's an elected board. Oh. Inside the property? Uh, yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yes, me too. <sighs> do you know what's funny? Actually, a couple, my two months ago, I was going to the post office. I had to mail a package off to my um, little brother who lives overseas. 
And I'm there, and the gentleman who's in the line next to me, he was getting, you know, seeing the, the clerk, and um, he said he was getting um, mail for, and my, my neighbor, my area I live in. And I was like, really? So as he's leaving, I, I go up to him and said, hey, are you with blah, blah, blah? He goes, yeah, I'm the new HOA president. I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you. And I proceeded to talk to him for about 10 minutes in the parking lot about how the previous administration were just the worst. And he's like, uh-huh, okay, mm-hmm. Well, we're going to try and do better. And oh, said, of course why they are. And I'm like, why work the habits of a lifetime, right? So, <laughs> Now, did, they, did he mention that next breath, say, but we are going to charge more to do to no. do this betterness we're talking no. about. We're I actually, believe it or not, I actually almost called for an audit of their books not long ago. I oh, really? really? We I thought was, doing the same thing I, here, too. I, I literally think they were skimming because there's just – there's no excuse for the amount of money that we pay for there be no improvements or or anything. Exactly. In the is it, so is, it, is, it a lot, is your HOA a lot? Is it uh, over two hundred dollars? Oh yeah. Whoa. What? Whoa. Yeah. Ours is like what one? I think it's, I think it's Chris? just shy. Yeah. I actually think it's just shy of three hundred. But don't. Oh my me. word! You guys have a pool? <laughs> I wish. That's like pool money right there. You know, it's like that's like I got. Does it cover your trash? No, city pays for our trash. Okay. What? This is like oh, so highway city- robbery. Okay, so you have to be your trash. But, but you do oh. have live grass. Like yeah. it's green. I just, yeah, I just had, in fact, I, my, we just had sod put in my backyard uh, two weeks ago. But your HOA doesn't manage your backyard, do, do they? No. It's only front no. yard? They man- no, they don't manage my front yard either. As long as it's kept at a certain height, it's green. Then what, what are you paying them for? Exactly. Well, like for us, that they're supposed the to maintain our yard. That is the appropriate, that is the appropriate response to that question. <sighs> it's just the, like the dues for living here. It's now, like I've the seen, Kids mm-hmm. Club. I've seen some HOAs. Do you remember the HOA on at the beach house we stayed at? Do you remember what it was? It was an HOA there, but it, yeah. was, a, it was a crazy – what was a 1000 a month or 1200 Oh, a month? I don't know. It was a lot. It was like over a – some of these places are over $1,000 a month for their HOA fees. Um, of course, you get like a boat dock attached to your area. It's probably on a lake or something or maybe a golf course. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe I, I can kind of see maybe if you have something like that to use. But if you have nothing going on, I mean, yeah. So when we move into our new house, luckily there is no HOA at the new property we're going to. But all the ho homes look the same. They're all pretty well met, uh, kept up. So they're all. I asked, I was like wondering if they had an HOA because everything seemed very much the same. Like the lawns all seem the same. Everything seemed kind of the same. So, but there is no HOA. So that's kind of an exciting thing. I just got a message from my phone from my wife. She said that that Jurassic Park tour is sold out. Oh, no. No way. Yeah. Because she, she too, she was like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, I know. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so, oh, well, bad luck. Well, Maybe next so time. So sorry to hear that. That's fine. I love how you like, built our hopes up and then, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with well, you. Well, you know, had you consulted with me, your California-based yeah. travel agent, I could have, you know. Uh, Given you some tips beforehand, but Mrs. Duval told me to tell you guys hello and hope you both are well. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah. Missing my podcasting bestie. I know. Aww. I know. We're all sad now. But hey, um so so we are planning on selling the world famous K two studios. So some lucky person. We're putting this actually on the flyer. It's on the flyer right now. The world famous K two studios are for sale. So um, you know, history was made here. And so <laughs> when it sells, it's gonna be <laughs> that's a selling point. That's what the kids told us to say on the flyer when you sell the houses. You can sell them or sell the K two studios. What flyer? Are you talking about on the online listing? There's, yeah, they, they, nobody does flyers anymore for selling houses, old it's man. A, it's on the paper and the classifieds. <laughs> <laughs> on the real estate. Yeah. Well, enough about our house situation. We want to hear about what's been happening on the Derek Duval show lately. We've been listening to your episodes and know that you've had some really cool people. So give us all the details and all the scoop on what's new in your world. Um, one of the biggest one of the biggest um, helpers has ever been for the Derek Duval show has been IMDb Pro. I what was is skeptical. That, by the way? Okay, so IMDb is the Internet Movie Database, and that basically covers like you know every movie, every television show, every documentary that's ever existed. They'll tell you about it. all the people who were in it, all the people who made it, all the, you know, the cast and crew. IMDb Pro is exclusively used for professional um, people who are in the movie business, and so you pay a hundred and something dollars a year, and you get full access to IMDb Pro, and it has the list of. Let's say I wanted to have um, Jennifer Aniston on my show. I wish. But um, you basically give you a, her. 
Her phone number? They give you her agent. They give you her agent's email and phone number. Her talent agent's email phone number. And it just goes on down the list. And so, you know, I'm not shooting for the moon like that. I'm, you know, start small, build big. So I've had some great conversations with some actual, both, some celebrities actually have their own personal stuff on there. Some don't. But some of the people I've had been talking back and forth, some people I've got coming up in the next couple of weeks, so I'd, I'd love to tell you, but I'm not going to. Um, but uh, they, they all come from IDB Pro. And these are actual like celebrities and actors and actresses and stuff like that. Um, I've been working with their agents and stuff like that. It's been a lot of – I have a rule. For every 10 emails I send a day, I get three responses, and one of those is a yes. Do you have a – All a, the rest uh, of them are just – the best one I ever had is just the ones that say flat out no. They're like, okay. No. They're the best. I've, I've, okay, so here's the thing. I send, oh God, I must have sent at least about 100 emails now since I've been doing, using INDB Pro, and it's fantastic. I have a format, I have a template. Okay. It guarantees it doesn't end up in someone's spam box. How do, how do you do The best that? part, uh, it's just Google Words. So I've, 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 a lot of research I've been doing. Okay. So the best part is this I send off to, you know, actors, directors, composers, producers, uh, tech people, you know, special effects departments. The best one I've ever had. Most of the time I get real nice with like Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd's agent and his publicist says, we are interested in, in doing this, but not at this time. And the reason being is because he's got Ghostbusters coming out in a few months. And he well, that'd be a perfect people, time to promote want, that, right? Exactly. Well, they don't want him talking to some podcast about Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. So that's fine. I respect that. But they said, not at this time, which means we'll revisit this again in a year, which is perfect because I have the thing. And they, they literally were the sweetest, nicest people. Then you get the people who are like, thanks, but no thanks. Um, Mr. Charles Dutton does not do podcasts, which was a great – I actually, that was a couple weeks ago. But the best one I've had – I don't know if you've ever watched any of the Friday the 13th movies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Kane Hodder is the guy who is well known for playing um, Jason Voorhees. He's played it in four movies. He's pretty much the go-to guy because like associates him with the role. So I sent you know the nice email and what have you off, and I got back a one word answer, no. Oh, oh. and that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the greatest response ever, and I've kept it. I could deliberately like screenshot it and kept it. Like, I want, this is my way of keeping myself humble. It said right. like this, and it was it was fantastic. I was like, and I've and I've put a thing like maybe down the road, revisit it again, but no, um, yeah, I've I've and occasionally you've got some egos you got to rail in like you know and and stuff like that but for the most part all the people i've talked to have been the nicest and sweetest and i get some people just like you know hey you know we we're just not the market you're not the market we're looking for for promoting our work like one person wants like joe rogan or conan o'brien or right. um they want they want that market which i'm like you know they get 500,000 plus listens an episode which is i mean I mean, it's incredible. Don't get me wrong. It is. And we're just small potatoes yeah. over here, you know, independent. Yeah, Mark podcast. Moran or something like that. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, it's it's that. And they want to do that. And I respect that. That's not – I have nothing right. against that. They, they've they earned their career. They have the ability to do what they want to do. But I've been working the convention circuit mostly, like people who go to conventions to speak and meet fans and stuff like that. I'm not shooting for Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt or mm-hmm. – you know what I mean? Like, because that's just not possible. It's you're just gonna you're just basically sending an email into the void, which is gonna get lost in the twenty billion other emails that got sent to that same email right. address. Right. So you're so, not necessarily li- looking for a listers. No, I don't get me wrong. I'd love an a lister, but it's just not possible. Right. How so do the, also, how do what radio I do, stations do it? Like how the guys in radio? How do they pull off their? Uh, they, they they have a producer that sends stuff out. Yeah. Too. Well, a lot of these people do pay for play. Like exactly. I said, like you. Pay for play is basically like this. Uh, you're going to come on my show. I'm going to pay you to come on my show. That's what oh, a lot of these guys work under. They work under the ba- they went, they work under the uh, presumption of pay for play. So and also pay for play means also if they don't show up, they still get paid. So how much has been the going rate you've seen? I don't know. I know I've never had to do pay for play because I don't aim for that kind of market. I no, know I who those players if, are. No one's ever came back at you and said, "Okay, it's a no, 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 no." Sorry, that's a lie. No, I apologize. Um, I've had one person. I won't tell you who it was, and they did. They wanted like five hundred dollars for one to come on my for one interview for come on my for one interview, and I like part of me was kind of like you know based on this person and their name recognition, like it could really do something big for my podcast. But you're not gonna make that back, though, are you? Exactly. Like, so I was just like, you know, it's not worth it. And so your, I just your hosting doesn't cost that much. Your equipment probably doesn't cost that much. No. So, so I don't. Think- but 
but it was but it was an A-lister. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. An actual, an actual legitimate A-lister. And I, I sat there. I, I sat on it for like three weeks. And I talked to I talked to a couple of people. And I was just like, you know, it's just I, I'm not there yet. Right. So I, I think I decided. Yeah. I, and also, too, is you got to remember this. And I've, I've been – this is part of marketing 101. Is, you know, if you take a woman out on a date and you take her to a – you know, a prime steakhouse for for a first date, they're going to expect a prime steakhouse or something of the comic going forward because you've set that bar so high. So if I'm a beginning podcast and I'm bringing in um, Steven Spielberg, you know, everybody's going to be expecting me to bring Steven Spielberg esque uh, right. guests after that. Does that make sense? Right. So, so you're I'm, saying the one the one offshoot a lister, and then like you have like. Uh, Joe Nobody and Joe Nobody and Joe Nobody. It, it'll be right. a one-hit wonder, but then it's like – Exactly. It, it, where is the loyalty that you're building for your brand right. and your podcast versus let me give you the shiny object, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. It reminds me so of – So that's been uh, – no, um, go ahead. I was going to say that my, uh, my other podcast, Podcastic Audio, I did a whole episode on this where there was a podcast show that – I think I did show you the, their their um, review. Yeah. They, yeah, how they had yeah, like I saw, I saw it. Yeah, nothing but uh, they did interviews and all these interviews, but they're so bad. And yeah. uh, some are kind of okay guys. Some are people you haven't heard of. But, well, I, the one you know. you, the one I saw was Ed Asner, and I'm like, how the hell do they get Ed Asner? And then I said Ed Asner's people a, a, an email, and the next day he died. Oh wow. I am not making that up. I am well, one you killed them, truly you. percent honest with you. It's, it's your fault. Well, no, actually, it might be Mindy's fault. The reason being is <laughs> okay. she's out of nowhere said, I want to watch Up. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Up. It's sad and I don't want to watch up. it. And, I love Up. And then next thing, Ed Asner dies. Uh, so maybe me and her had a combination handed in. I don't know. And we saw but, Up recently. I, I showed it to Christine. Um, the first time she saw it was probably yeah. like a month ago. What would you think that of it, 10 babe? minutes. It was such that a That first 10 movie. minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. That, it's it's that perfect first 10 story. It's perfect heart story. wrenching. But it's perfect storytelling. They don't say a yeah. single word, but you know everything that's going on. Like that's yeah. that's brilliant. But real fast, just to circle back because I want to. I just want to finish one last point. Um, if you really want to see like what kind of guests people can get, it's good. Like you said, go to people's podcasts, and you know look for the kind of guests that they get because if they're going to willing to do it for them. There's a good chance that they're willing to do it for you. Oh, good idea! And that's yeah. why I've been getting a lot. That's why I've been getting a lot of my success is finding people who have done other podcasts right. and reaching out to them and saying, "Hey, you know, my name is Derek Duvall. I run the Derek Duvall Show. Blah 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 blah. Here are some of my best guests I've had in the past. You know, and, and I have a real nice template put together. And the response has been phenomenal. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know, there's, there's so many people just flat say, no, we're not interested, you know. And that's just fine. I respect that. But I've been having a lot of success a lot lately um, with, you know, with actors uh, that I got. I got three actors coming on my show in the next week because I want to get some in before I leave for Hawaii. And, um, yeah, I'm just – I've been blown away by the response. That's amazing. That sounds yeah. fantastic. It but I'm telling like you right you're... now, IMDb Pro, man, IMDb Pro is it, it's it's a golden tool. It really, so if I you can't were even not imagine. On your side of the coin, how would an actor or someone on that side use that pro service? Like, I mean, like they, as if yeah, what so they need I don't, for? What do they need it for? Yeah, uh, it's basically letting people know, like you know, hey, I'm you know, I'm Derek Duvall. I'm going to star in this. You know, made for TV movie, and let's say an agent really likes me, so they're going to find my IMDb profile and say, "Hey, look, this is who's repping him. This is, you know, how I can get him to come, you know, speak at a, a bookstore or something like that." You know, that's how what IMDb Pro is for for them. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it's, it's basically it's basically like the ultimate networking tool for actors and actresses. It's like that. Uh, what's that? It's LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yes, yeah. LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn for actors and actresses. Do actresses and actors use LinkedIn? Can use that too yep. or no? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about that I either. I don't know. Really? Well, but no, I mean, I'm, and you got to remember too, like the purpose of the Derek Duvall show is not to showcase Hollywood talent. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fun to have them on. It is. I've been having a great time with them. But my whole thing was I wanted to be about people. So I've got authors. I've got scientists. I've got doctors. I've got, you know, actress, uh, singers. I've got, uh, you know, um, great thinkers, you know. I try, I've got right now, I've got an interview scheduled with an astronomer. You know, oh nice. Uh, yeah, he he's talking about um, a new um, 
Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's it's, it's got something. Well, the only, que- the only question, I, NASA. The only yeah. question I would have for that guy would be like, uh, when is the asteroid coming, and can we stop it? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, it. Actually, we're not that the actual it's been proven we would not be able to. No, with we the can't current technology. That's in Harry and the crew up there. They'll take no. care of it. They'll drill I a hole. That, I made that joke with them already. They didn't find it very funny. Um, <laughs> uh, no, um, apparently, according to the current technology that we possess as human beings. We do not have the capability to stop an asteroid from hitting from hitting this Earth. That's insane and depressing. Yeah. And all at the same said, time, it is, and it's the truth. Um, they said even if they had two years of warning, right? Based on the technology that we currently possess, we would not be able to stop an asteroid. Are you sure? They, they can say they can say, they no, can say Netflix to outer no. space. They can figure that out. <laughs> no, 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 no. The best part was honestly, NASA released this finding. Um, I'll send it to you. NASA released this finding um, a couple months ago. I wrote, I actually talked about it on the show, and um, yeah, they said basically with with the technology that we currently possess on this Earth, we would not be able to stop an asteroid from striking and, and destroying the planet. Wow! On that yeah. very positive <laughs> note, yeah. Derek, yeah. where can our listeners learn more about you and your show? Where can they find you? The best thing to do is go. I've been told not to say www anymore because Mindy said that's just absolutely stupid to say. So I, I was saying I'm gonna do it right. Me. I'm gonna <laughs> do it right. I'm gonna do it right. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah. The best thing you can find me at is DerekDevallShow.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show. Uh, we are on every streaming platform you can imagine. Uh, best thing to do, obviously, if you have iTunes, go on there, leave us a rating. And uh, give us a review. I love those reviews. So and I read every one of them myself. You and Chris are like the same when it comes to that. Just reading over those reviews and using them to kind of fuel the fire for oh, yeah. podcasting Did magic I, to happen. The reviews are my favorite part, man. I, I, I've, I've told this story before. Like I remember the very first reviews I got for the for the pilot episode. It was like, you suck and – what? Uh, we've heard this we've heard this <laughs> before and you know you're just you're just copying the tonight show and all this and that was just my family the actual people <laughs> on the internet were just the worst you know like i just yeah so that's hilarious i, lo- I yeah. love the twitter reviews too like i got ones from for podcasts just the other night people are screenshot replying to my stuff and like things that i said on my episode and tell them tell me about it and their experiences and things like that which i think are fantastic those kind of come out of, out of nowhere I mean, the reviews yeah. on on Apple are nice too, but the yeah. actual tweet responses and the uh, social media My, posts are good too. The best thing for me right now is, like I said, I'm in a place right now where you know we finally we finally have an audience. The Derek Duvall Show has an audience, and it's now we're in. I think it was a 23 countries now, which Look I'm at like, you. holy, holy shit. I don't know how that happened, but it is. Especially in, we're also in Mother Russia. I wow. comrades, but uh, no, I'm not gonna tell you. It, it's been phenomenal the response, and now I'm starting to get like te- tweets like from Auckland, New Zealand, or from you know Cherbourg, France, and stuff like that. I'm getting these like people who are telling me where they're listening from, and I'm loving it. And I just now, I just, I just finished my contract with um, Manscaped. I just did a I, I did a minor contract on the side with my friend Jeff to do all the voiceover work for me to release new promos. Um, we're we're firing on all all cylinders right now, and I I can't believe this this you know where I was a year ago where I was so depressed that I you know I I, I never thought I'd ever pick up a microphone again to where I am sitting here right now with you guys. It's night and day. I am just blown away the response to the Derek Duvall show. Um, yeah, I, I I I am grateful because I, I I have the Michael Jordan I have the Michael Jordan um, way of thinking when it comes to this show, and that is if you've got someone out there who has never heard of you before, and it's going to take a chance to take one hour out of their day, which t- if anybody knows, time is a commodity if it's very 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 rare to, to spend, that you deserve to give them the best damn show you have to make. Absolutely. Because that because if they're not if that one show that in fact my friend Chad you had Chad on your show he always says that first song sets a tempo for the evening if you're not gonna like that first song you're not gonna have it you're not gonna have a good evening you know you're not gonna have a good right. time with this band and I have the same thing that's why the first minute or so of the show I am adamant like I've got to throw a joke in there I've got to you know set the show up so you when people are there like oh man this this doctor so and so who's coming to your show he ha- I do want to hear what he has to say right. you know. You know, you're selling you're selling the product even when you're even when you're actually on the show. 
And so, um, yeah, the response has been just, just phenomenal. I, I, I can't even imagine how I just wish we were. I just wish we had a better following on Instagram. I am the worst at Instagram. <laughs> oh, really? I'm, because I, well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. No one knows what I look like. Oh, all right. Well, that's, that's the thing. No one knows on what Derek, well, exactly that one. No one knows what Derek Duvall looks like except for a handful of people. You guys, a couple of people, you know, on the world and, and some close friends. But that's the thing. I, I'm trying to keep my anonymity for the show, and so. Um, you know, I post pictures of like my dog or this Lego set that I'm looking at right here of the Saturn V Lego set, which I'm looking forward to putting back together when I get back from Hawaii. You know, I, I try to keep it fun, but, <laughs> but my thing about it is, is just, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to use Instagram productively. Okay, well, like let, let me one. break it down for you. Oh. Um, the, the Instagram expert over here okay. who keeps on track of the trends. So I'm going to let you know. It's going to be a little bit hard for you to break through the Instagram algorithm if you're not using Reels and using Stories. Reels? reels are these little like 30-second videos because Instagram is moving away from being just a photo posting platform to being an interactive short video, more like TikTok space. Yeah. And the algorithm uh, is going to be based off of that. Yeah. But what hey, you, you know what's do, funny? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You, you can copy somebody else's Reel. Or somebody else, I do this a lot. Or somebody else's thing, and, and if it will let you, you can put it up into your feed, up into your own with some cool quote or cool picture or cool. But it still recognizes it as not your own unique post, and so it but doesn't hey, give it as much traction. Well, hey, but at least it's something. It's I'm saying it, it gives you something on your on your. That's what I do for Potastic in this show. I'll throw a lot of like, like I'll, I'll see something kind of cool in the feed, and I'll kind of post that to our stories mm-hmm. so it stays up in our stories and gets people eyeballs on it and though it's not ours directly but it's, it's something cool that i think it's kind of cool you know it's like you just i actually i gotta say something real quick before i forget um as of yesterday i did not know this so i have a friend of mine who i've known since i was 11 years old when i first met she was one of my first friends i ever had when i came to america she is a tiktok influencer and i did not know that was a thing until yesterday so uh, yeah, they make I a lot actually, of money. Yes, exactly. So I sent her a message. I sent her a text, and then we we don't see each other as much anymore as we used to. But anyway, I sent her a text. And said, "Are you?" I said, "Are you a, a considered a TikTok influencer?" And she goes, "Yes." And I said, "How exactly does that work?" She goes, "TikTok pays me to make videos." Pretty much, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, "You're kidding me!" And that's basically her her fun money on the side. And I was just blown away. So anyway, I was telling her, hey, do you want to come on the show? And I'm, you know, That'd be great. That'd out. be great. To kind of we're trying to figure out how that would – yeah, we're trying to figure out what the logistics of that even looks like. So, Yeah, I was following one influencer on um, on Instagram, you know, and, and I was – because she had like 30,000 followers on Instagram, which is a big following, you know. And, and I, I dove a little deeper and then I realized I landed on a, a link to an OnlyFans uh, mm. thing. I said, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, that makes sense. Well, sure. Now, I said, now it makes sense now. Now I know why you have 30,000 yeah. followers. Yeah. So, well, Derek, hey, do, you know the ones, do you know the ones who get me the most? And this, is, this is no word of a lie. The ones that surprise me most is cosplayers. Really? The people who go to conventions and they dress up like uh, Darth Vader or um, I don't know, whatever science fiction fat right, is going right, on right. the time right now and these people go there men or women and what have you and they make thousands of dollars for an appearance just taking pictures right yeah just taking pictures and like posing with fans or they do like their own thing it's not not only fans but like it's kind of like for like patreon kind of a thing right and they make a lot of money doing this and i was like blown away and um yeah, yeah. Yeah, Can you hear my well, dogs I, in the background if you can? I do. I do. I think it's time for dinner time for the dogs and for you too, I bet, Derek. So, hey, Derek, I know this has been a little longer than we, we planned. For oh, yo, you're fine. No, fine. You're fine. I, I've actually enjoyed it. I've loved talking to you too. You're, you're two of my absolute favorite people in the interwebs. Oh, well, that's so sweet. We'll have this episode up, up on the old interweb, speaking of which, as soon as possible. Well, you, Derek, you have yourself a spectacular day. We'll chat with you, chat with you later. Absolutely, bud. Thank you so much. You too, Christine. Great to see you. Yeah, have fun in Hawaii. Oh, I will.